Welcome to Bet Talks. Today is the ninth day of October, 2018. Cole Keaton, what a show we have today. It's a big day for us. I know we've been thinking about this for a couple of days now. Um, it's a little different because we have our first live guest in the building. A um, few words to describe him. He's an electric on Twitter, in person, an absolute piece of a man. You know him on Twitter as at Logan Don, former bouncer of the year. <laughs> what is up, Logan Marshall? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> That's, that's two time two time bouncer of the year. Two-time. Yeah, two time bouncer of the year. Don't shortchange me. Okay? Um, I, thought, I forgot. I, I miscounted one of the trophies. No, it's What's good, up? man, dude. It's an honor to be here. I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for having me. Right now, I'm choking back tears, which is uh, which is pretty common for me. I cry a lot, but super stoked to be back on the air with you guys. Cannot wait. And uh, hey, let's get to it, boys. Well, uh, let's let's start this journey, Logan. We I know we, I speak for. All three of us, we appreciate you coming. This is fucking huge for us, and uh, I can't wait. As you know, we'll start with you, Logan, since you being the guest. We, we try to be hospital about, around here. Hey. Question of the day. Question of the day. Um, I'm going to tone it back a little bit. If, if you've listened to a couple podcasts, you know they've been off the wall. And this one's still off, off the wall, but um, we need to tone it back a little bit, kind of take a look at where we want to be with this. So um, I'll ask you, Logan, first. We're still on the what you rather train. Okay. So, would you rather eat your toenail or eat your booger? All right, I'm trying to think because it's all about what. That, now, now they're going to be the same size. Okay. So, if you rip off your big, big toenail. Well, you're going to have to eat a booger. Okay. Well, size. I'm going to I'm going to start off by saying that I do both every day, anyways. So, <laughs> it's all about if I'm having, say, a calcium deficiency and I need to eat a toenail, or maybe a little, <laughs> or if I need a protein boost, I need to eat a booger. So, it's kind of just how I'm feeling, but. As far as consistency, I like to go with the toenail because it's like eating a sunflower seed. So I'm going to go with toenail. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm going to go with toenail. Now, well, let me mix it up on you. What if it's an old old grandma's toenail in a bloody booger? Does that change it? Oh, that's brutal. Jesus. So, all right, but is it still yeah. my booger, though? <laughs> yeah, it'd be your booger, but her toenail. Okay, I'm going with my blood. Because I've been, I've been uh, my I tongue like a couple times. It's not that bad. Okay. Keaton. Um, I'm probably gonna have to go with the toenail, the grandma's toenail. That is, uh, especially that's that's uh, that's more my flavor. <laughs> you like you like a little pus? <laughs> yeah, the, the older the older the better. Big cougar guy. Uh, yeah, the uh, boogers. I've been there and done that when I was younger. So I think I'm gonna sw- do a little switcheroo on them and uh, start trying toenails. Um, I'm gonna mix it up, boys. I'm going booger. Um, I was always told they made you smarter and make you make make you able to see better. So they make um, your meat bigger too. I think, I think. I'm. You I, learned that. You learned I think that the uh, seeing better is carrots. But <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm blind as a bat now, so maybe I need to pop a booger in. Um, moving on. <laughs> UFC 229. Conor McGregor, Khabib. I'm not even gonna fucking try to say his last name. <laughs> Give us one good um, try. One. Nakabadishnamana. <laughs> I, I, I'm leaving. I think that, that was it. Whatever. Okay. Uh, McGregor takes the L, rear naked choke in the fourth round. Khabib stays. He already moves to 27 to no, I should say. But let's forget all the fight inside the ring. Everybody wants to hear about the Savage Brawl outside the mm-hmm. ring. And Keaton, I'll start with you. Do you think that was, I mean, 
him jumping over the cage for show, or do you think that was just absolute heat of the moment? That was that was just absolute rage from this guy. Uh, you know, wrestling bears whenever he was nine years old to mauling people in the stands just for going and watching a fight. I, don't, uh, I think it was absolute heat of the moment. So real, realer than realer than Jersey Shore. Oh. <laughs> Now, do you think that video of him, that was really him wrestling a bear? I saw the video. How, how did you know that? The guy, the guy looks like Moe's off the office. <laughs> like, how, nine years how old. Do you, how do you know that's him? Oh, uh, I mean. He's from Russia. He's from Russia, correct? Do you think? I mean. You're trying to say bears? Nine? <laughs> what nine-year-old doesn't I, wrestle bears in Russia, though? <laughs> yeah, they're probably pounding vodka, too. Uh, Logan, yeah, what, what do you have? I mean, real? For show, is this a WWE? Now? Uh, okay, I mean, the thing is, like, it doesn't really matter if it was him or not. There was still a nine-year-old wrestling a bear, so I think <laughs> I think that who was doing it, that whole point was kind of lost once I saw a little boy wrestling a bear. I was kind of I mean, it doesn't matter if it was him or not. Somebody did that around where he lives, so he's probably done it too. Facts. I agree with that. Nice. Yeah. Cole, Cole, real or fake? Uh, well, it's the the bear. I. I don't know if I can say that's real or fake. I, I, you can easily probably Photoshop some stuff and just add, you know, a little filter at the bottom that says 1988 or whatever it was. But as far as the shenanigans, as far as the shenanigans that went on outside of the ring, I, I don't think that – I think that that's you – know, a lot of people say, like, they, they do all this stuff for, for extra money or for publicity or for the media platforms or whatever. But with how big these purses are already, I mean, I know you can never have enough money, but – I think that he was legitimately that pissed off. Mm-hmm. Fight ended is that he was still, you know, trying to be on top of McGregor. The um, ref got in the way of him, and ref. I mean, yeah, he was, so, he was pissed <laughs> off. So I, I think that that was out yeah. of straight hate because there's been a lot of stuff, a lot of controversy outside the ring that's been around this fight. So I think that, that was just straight rage. Right now, yeah. now let me let me come back to you, Keaton. Um, let me see here. Um, it was an absolute savage brawl. Uh, McGregor taking his second loss now in the last three fights. Does he need to take some time off? I mean, it seems like he's taking these fights short notice or six months, and he's and he's drinking at press conferences. It just doesn't seem like he's ready to actually take the UFC seriously again. Do you think he needs to hang it up for a little bit? I mean, maybe he pulls a Ronda Rousey and switches over to WWE. I don't know. I mean, he's he's a good showman. And I think that's what was missing in the UFC. And now we see guys like Khabib trying to follow suit. Um, but, you know, maybe some time off. I mean, you have to take some time off after getting fucking jarred like that. But, uh, you know, I, he's signed a five-fight uh, contract with the UFC, so I don't think he really has a choice. He's got to come back at some point. Yeah, Logan, I mean, what, how do you feel? Right, like I, I agree with, uh, with Keaton for sure because it's like if you watch the TV, you see like the commercials when they talk about McGregor, they make him sound like he's twenty-seven and zero. He's the best thing that's happened to UFC. I mean, as long as I can remember, you know. I yep. mean, he he is the big ticket guy, even if he's not the reigning champion. You know, if he's not the heavyweight, if he isn't the title holder, he's still gonna outsell whoever the title holder is. And now that they've got this whole thing with Khabib going, it's an incredible storyline. Um, but you know they sell that kind of stuff. They, you know they can say all they want that they don't. They can, they're going to ban him from Nevada and all that kind of stuff. But you know it's it's good for the sport whether people want to admit it or not. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it's all about I no publicity is bad publicity in my in my mind. And, Especially with fighting, and, you know. I mean, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, just I mean McGregor knows how to 
startle up or rile up anybody. And little, I didn't know Khabib was twenty seven and zero. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they this guy came out of nowhere. It sounds like, but it sounds like he's one of the best fighters. Um, unfortunately, we will have to talk about the Atlanta Braves. Uh, this hurts everybody involved. Talking, um, they did take the loss last night, six two. Great series. I mean, from Acuna's home run or grand slam. I can't remember a time that I've jumped off the couch watching the Braves in a long time. And that was really fun to see. Um, Cole, I just wanted – do you have any positive takeaways on the season? Uh, we're getting Cole back in the picture here. Uh, Logan, we'll, we'll start with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think um, – I don't have any negatives to say about this team because we are projected to win 65 to 70 games somewhere in that – somewhere in that region as far as wins and losses, but we end up winning 85 plus um, win the division play a fantastic Dodgers team who is probably the best team in the national league. Um, They blanked us the first two games, but we came back fighting in that game three. Um, The field was, I mean, the park was electric. It was fantastic. I think that with now, were you there? No, I was not there. I had to work actually. But um, as far as like the, all the sanctions that have been brought against the Braves, saying that, you know, you can't have an international players. We're going to slash your money. And yeah. then for us to come back and win the division with a loaded Nationals team um, and a loaded Phillies team, I think that speaks volumes to Alex Anthopoulos, who has done so much with not very much. I mean, you look at somebody like Charlie Culberson, who's just a utility guy, but he comes in, hits 270-plus, and has an unbelievable year. I mean, you, you could not ask for a better utility guy than Charlie Culberson. And but it was not just Charlie, like there's all kinds of pieces that they piece together to make a fantastic season. So um, I've got no negatives. I mean, really the only negatives that we didn't win the World Series. But is that really a negative when you weren't even expected to make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge shout out to the to the young bucks. I mean, I'm excited about Braves baseball for the first time, honestly, in a long time. I mean, we've been promised some things we've had. Some guys, some Jason Haywood being one of them, who's supposed to be this next big thing and deliver us these NL titles, but never seemed to happen. But I will have to say Freddie Freeman has done everything and beyond to get this Braves team where they're at. Now these young guys hopefully can step up and uh, take the load off him. Staying in Atlanta, unfortunately, again, we have to talk about another loss. Uh, the Falcons taking it on the chin, 41-17 to Pitt. Keaton, I asked you last podcast if this seemed like a must-win for the Falcons, and and you said no. Um, we hit the panic button yet? Uh, I think it kind of is, man. I mean, I, I I think the Falcons are looking pretty rough right now. I mean, five guys out on the defensive side of the football, so it's tough to uh, you know win games with a weak defense. Uh, so obviously, we're we're letting up a lot of points. Offense really isn't looking that sharp or as sharp as we would have, and. But, I mean, the Steelers played a hell of a game. Uh, you know, they looked like the Steelers from a year ago. James Conner really yards, um, over 100 yards. And uh, so, I mean, I think we still have a chance as, as long as we can play tight in the division, uh, even though the Saints looked pretty fucking good last night. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think we're still – I think we're still a little – I mean, we're, we're, it's still pretty early in the season. Uh, there's some time to bounce back. But uh, if we don't st- – if we don't shape things up, we're about to be the next – Fucking Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Logan, have you been to a game yet? I have not. I actually be there Sunday. Um, okay. Nice. Oh, me too. I, me too. I think it's more so like I'm going Sunday just because I can like 
tagging on Instagram, people think I'm cool. Uh, because I've done <laughs> like, that. I, yeah, I think this, I think this one's pretty much wrapped up uh, as far as the season goes. But yeah, I'll be there. I'm, I'll be there Sunday. I haven't been to one yet. But so, I'll be there Sunday. so let me ask you this. I mean, do we throw in the towel, try to get some draft picks, work on the defense? I think. Um, I think the <laughs> I don't know how the best way to say this. I think the front office is already thinking. Okay, are we going to take Joey Bosa's brother with the number three <laughs> overall pick? Or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, I think I think it's at this point, man. Like you let up that many points and that many yards the last two weeks. Gotta do something. Even even, even if we make the playoffs, which it, it, like let's be real, it ain't happening. We would get shelled by anybody, and I think. You Facts. look at like our starting Mike linebacker, Duke Riley, second round pick oh, at LSU man. a couple years ago. I, I, I mean, he, he he doesn't know what he's doing out there. Like yeah. he's got all the speed, he's got the strength, and he's got the like he can hit, but he like he genuinely looks confused. I think when you lose somebody like Ricardo Allen, who's straight up the quarterback of our defense, pro guy, he's not a Pro Bowl guy, but he means more to that of that defense. Yeah. yeah, straight up. And then you lose Keanu Neal and. Um, Deion De- Jones, I mean, those are three guys that are irreplaceable, word to Beyonce. Um, and I think I think at this point, man, like like you saw last week, we put up, I think, 17 or 13 points, whatever it was. Yeah, it was brutal. Ten po- I think no, it was, uh, it was, yeah, 17 points. Our offense can't win us every game. Um, so I think, yeah, you got you to gotta write this one off. Cole, let me propose a trade to you. If you could get a top-tier defensive player – would you be willing to trade Julio Jones? Um. Well, first, let me just touch on the he's not he's not being used. He's not being used. Well, he's a decoy at this point, but so he's doing the legwork. So yeah. let me just touch on the on the team in general. So if if you look at, at the all the injuries and what we have going on right now, I, I said in a lot in the last podcast is still early, but getting beat 41 to 17 isn't even being competitive. I mean, that's just the right. bottom line. So right. I don't think you throw on the towel yet because you still can keep saying, listen, we have all these guys hurt. And I did mention too, you, you're going to have to try and I, people on the defense haven't lived up to their expectations. I, I don't think tax playing where, where he needs to play. Um, obviously Logan just mentioned Duke Riley. He's cheeks. Um, you know, it, there's, I, there's definitely stuff that we need to, to, to get better at. And our offense isn't running on all cylinders too. I mean, there's, no. We're not even being competitive right now, though, and that's what – I mean, this past game we weren't competitive. The games before we have been. We've been in the game, but um, it's so, just so – it's, it's weird question. to see. I mean, so the when we played against the Bengals, we scored a lot of points. This game we didn't. So it's mm-hmm. kind of – it's just an odd scenario going on. Against but, a bad defense, too. Like, the Steelers don't have a good defense. Right. So, so you're, I, to answer your question, I mean, I don't – I would try and get – like what Logan mentioned, I would try and get um, – well, honestly, Duke Riley could definitely be replaced. I, yeah. I don't think you can can. I don't know. It's hard to, to trade Julio, dude, because he's almost like Freddie Freeman with the Braves. He's kind of like your your franchise guy. You know, it's you kind of. I don't. Is Matt Ryan not that guy. And plus, you still got contracts. You got to work out with him. I, yeah. I just don't know. I mean, if you're not going to use him, might as well get. Something. Dude, they are using him. He leads NFL in receiving yards. I don't know about after mm-hmm. this after this week, but. He doesn't have the touchdowns, but, dude, he's a decoy. Like I've said before, they shade the safeties towards his side, and that's when you get the other receivers open. And he's – I mean, he's a decoy at this point. Um, not yeah, not I, literally I, a decoy. He's almost leads the league in receiving yards. Yeah, but. He's doing the legwork. He's just not getting any of the stats that people want to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So am I overreacting, Logan? 
Man, I think it would have to be somebody like five years younger than him that's already a three-time All-Pro, somebody like Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald. But that, That's what I – I mean, if you got somebody came to you and said, hey, we got to have Julio. And, and I think that – I don't see Julio playing for much longer. I think he's going to do something kind of like Calvin Johnson did. Like, Calvin Johnson. You know, like – I agree. I, I, there's nothing else I can do. We're not getting any closer to winning a Super Bowl. Why go out here and get my ass kicked every week? Sure. And get the shit beat in. So, you know, at, at some point these guys got to realize, like, you know, in 20 years I might not be able to walk upstairs. So I, I think I would at this point get – like trade Julio for somebody, but it'd have to be Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald. Keaton, would you? Uh, I, I just don't think you can give him away, man. I mean, like like everybody's been saying, he's the staple for the Falcons past few years. I mean, a lot of people might say it's Matt Ryan, but, uh, you know, we really know why Matt Ryan got paid, and that's because he has someone like Julio to throw to. That's the fact. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, touchdowns may not speak for it, but, I mean, the dude just absolutely racks up yards. And he's, he's put on some unbelievable performances, you know, 300 yards against the Panthers, 280 yards on Patrick Peterson against the Cardinals. Uh you know he's our he's our guy, and I think if we're going to win it, we're going to win it with him. Because if you do, if you Mohamed Sanu can't really play the, uh, he can't really be our go-to receiver. I don't think, in my opinion. Uh, so we still need Julio. He he catches a lot of. He's the only person that Matt looks at when we're trying to convert. I mean, he forces Sanu. Him, Sanu you know? compliments like, a receiver one very well. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 a, good, he's right. a good number two, but you have to have that. The threat, you know, you oh, have no, to have that's the, what I'm the saying. Stri- yeah, no, he, he compliments the head guy very well. He's nice to have him in your pocket. Yeah. And see, I think the, the touchdown argument kind of sucks because it's like people say, well, Julio ain't all that because he ain't got the touchdowns. Like, okay, well, then Calvin Ridley's the best receiver in the NFL. And they're like, oh, well, yeah. you no, know, chill out. Like, touchdowns on everything. And it's like, you know, I, I, I genuinely believe that Julio is the best receiver in the NFL. You look at Antonio Brown without Le'Veon Bell, he's not doing anything. Like yeah. Juju, like Juju Smith-Schuster, second, third-year guy, is having a better year, you know? Yeah. Second year. Yeah, the guy's like second 20, year, yeah. 20 years right. old or something. Yeah, I think he's 20. This is insane. And he's having a better year than A.B. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean it's, it's, just, it's just something I, I thought about, and I don't know. If I, I'll just I'll keep my mouth shut. Um, staying in the Falcons division. I like it better that way. <laughs> staying in the Falcons I don't. division. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> Uh, Drew Brees last night, if you didn't get a chance to watch that Monday night football game, I'll say it and I'll say it briefly and we won't spend a lot of time on it because we are Falcons guys. The special, a special moment. I mean, with the kids, if you didn't have a chance to see the Instagram video, he's mic'd up. Throw a, throw a flag. They were on the field. I know. They did really? throw a flag. No, they, they originally did throw a flag and they picked it up. I mean, you got to ban his kids from ever coming to another home game. <laughs> there's no, there's wow. no way field to, pass. There's no way to look at it. I'm sorry. Wow. His wife, he get the friggin' three wood though. Yeah, that's true. See, she was one wood for me. One wood, but <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, I mean, we I've a hybrid. Up, I've gone up, and I said in a podcast earlier, "Fuck Drew Brees," and and I'm gonna retract Fuck Drew that. Brees. He's the man for that split second. That was awesome. Um, are the Saints the best second team in the NFC? We got to ask it. I think the Rams are first. I'll yeah. start with you, Keaton. Who are the Saints the second best? Uh, I think they are the second best. Uh, LA week in week out has looked absolutely dominant. Uh, Jared Goff putting on another really good year, as well as Todd Gurley running behind him, uh, and they just keep adding pieces to this defense. It's absolutely unbelievable. I think uh, it's gonna, they're the team to beat in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Logan. No, I 100% agree. But um, as much as I hate to say it, man, 
um, we've got two really good teams um, because after yeah. that Panthers loss, they've looked fantastic. They have. They have. Um, but I, I would have to go with the Saints at number two. As bad as that defense is, they're they're good enough. Like they're, it's a serviceable defense to where Michael Thomas, Ingram, Kamara, and Breeze and all of them can, um, you know, they that they'll hold them to enough that they can go up and put up thirty five to forty points a game. So let me. So let me ask um, you. But this. I, I would they, say, yeah. Are they the Falcons Super Bowl team model from two years ago or three years ago? Two years I ago, think, I think our defense was better than this okay. one, but it's the same concept. Yeah, yeah. really good offense. Yeah. Put more points up than they. Uh, Cole. Yeah, I mean, just to touch on the the special moment from last night, it's really cool. I mean, I watched it live. It's really cool to see. It really puts it in perspective how good these guys are. And the fact that Drew Brees is 39 years old and he's probably got a solid four or five more years in the tank. Mm-hmm. He's going to be throwing well over 500 touchdowns in his career. He's a stud, man. He's a top three quarterback of all time. I think it's, it's, you can put him in that already. He could possibly win a few more Super Bowls, but it was really cool to see. It was a cool moment, but I, the touch on it, the saints also they're, they're a really good team. I, I think, the example you just made is perfect. The uh, the Falcons team a few years back, and I, I think our defense is a little bit better, but they can put up points. They've got weapons everywhere. Me and Keaton were playing each other in fantasy last night. You know, we're like, he's got Mark Ingram, I got Alan Kamara, and it's like you don't know when they're going to put the other one in. Mark Ingram was just as much the pass threat as Alvin Kamara was. Yeah, they yeah. just have they have a lot yeah. of playmakers and, and can really score some points. It's a special team. If they can stay healthy, they're going to do some damage. Yeah, they're yeah. I mean they're fun to watch. Um, they did cover for me last night. I took one off the hip two minutes before the game started. Maybe that's how I need to bet. Um, took one off the hip. The Saints covered minus five and a half. So uh, oh, that was them. a lock early. It was yeah. Nice. I didn't have to watch the whole game. I was Boy, the Chiefs did. early. Yeah, they're um, bad. Keaton, the Redskins are bad. Do you want to talk about the bet you took? Yeah, you know, I took an <laughs> L on Sunday night. Uh, took a parlay, had Houston money line, and I uh, took the over 45 and a half. Uh, shit game. Deshaun Watson could put in the fucking end zone. So, mm. uh, absolutely getting smoked at the goal line. God, he's getting lit up. Yeah, it's so bad. So, do you have another terrible week? Uh, you know, it was up and down, uh, pushed on the Georgia game on the, on the point or their team points over, uh, 41 hit it right on the head, uh, missed a few, missed a few bets Saturday and then took the one on the chin on the Sunday night parlay. And then, so I'm watching the saints game, you know, didn't take anything before the game. It's kind of spur of the moment. We're having to, we're having to enter in bets for Bert cause he didn't have a book. And, I can't uh, have one. I'm, I'll bet too much. <laughs> okay. And so I'm looking at the, the over under <laughs> and I, bets. you know, for, at first I'm thinking under. And, uh, you know, the game goes on and the, it starts, the over-under starts to fluctuate with the live bet. I see it go to 45 and a half. I'm like, yeah, I think the score is like 13 to seven or some shit like that. And uh, went a little over. They, uh, <laughs> I think they were about at 36 at halftime. And, uh, it just, yeah, they never exploded. Really looked back. Now, uh, Logan, Logan, you a big betting guy? I'm not. I just get on okay. bet talks. That's really all. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I don't think I'm right now. I'm already really bad with money, and I don't make much of it to begin with. So the last thing I need to do is start betting. Well, I have heard you're a hell of a chef, so shout out. Don't you have an Instagram This page? is true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. give us a little rundown. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, this. absolutely. Um, you guys didn't hear it, but I just took a leak, and I don't <laughs> – No, I, that's what that was. No wonder. Yeah, that, that was me taking a leak. Um, so, yeah, stream. Say what? 
you pee on it was the a long stream. It's far away from the toilet. No, nah, like I couldn't find the bathroom, so I just did it on your carpet. That's, that's cool. That, I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> it's waterproof. <laughs> we all have. Uh, so tell us about this food page. I mean, I've yeah, seen yeah, some stuff so, you post. Yeah, I mean, it looks absolutely to die for. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of a food nerd. I always, I'm, I've considered myself a foodie for the last couple of years, as far as you know, always trying to check out new spots in Atlanta, uh, lesser known places. Sure, hole in the wall. And uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's that's generally where you find your best stuff um, that you don't have to call, you know, six months ahead and get reservations for. So, um, but I got a Kamado Joe. It's a Kamado style uh, grill. It's so big, explain what the hell is that? Yeah, so it's a big ceramic grill. I mean, this this bitch weighs like like five hundred pounds. And me and Pi actually got it out of the back of my car. Shut up, by Pi. ourselves. Yeah. He was like at my house. And I was like, "Yo, will you help me get this out of the car." And he's probably expecting it to be like a couple boxes, but it's like this behemoth, five hundred pound grill. And we get it out and uh, never looked back. I mean, you can. I mean, it's so versatile. You can do just about anything in it. You can grill in it. You can smoke in it. Um, Big enough for a body. So is it like a green egg? So yeah. just for the listeners, is it kind of like a right, green egg? Right. Kind same of? concept as a green egg. They just uh, there's just a few differences to it. But as far as cooking goes, it's the exact same. Now, now, what got you into this? What, what got you started cooking? Because I'll be honest, the, us three, we eat out every meal, Taco right. Mac, Uber Eats. I mean, yeah. Well, it's not, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I like grilling, but it's too damn hot right now. Right. With ours, mm-hmm. it's just, it's still 90 degrees. It's, it's, just, it's insane. But I think what really got me into it, as weird as it sounds, is like Instagram, because uh-huh. there's so many like ridiculous food pages on there. And like, you, I thought you were going to say Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I, I haven't even tried Pinterest. That, you just kind of gave me wow. a fantastic idea there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, probably because hey, hey. there's like, I mean, there's some unbelievable content on that uh, on that app, and I've just seen so much stuff. And it's you get to the point where you're like, man, why am I why am I looking at this? Why am I not doing it? So sure. I think I think Instagram is what kind of got me rolling. Nice. Now, what what's your favorite dish or your specialty? Oh man, if you um, had to pick I'm, one, that I'm going to pick take one. On dessert, deserted island with me. That's the last meal I could eat. I'm on death row. What you cooking for me? I can make a in my grill. I can make a like an unbelievable calzone because I make homemade Ooh. homemade ricotta cheese, and I think that's really the ticket. Is the like everything homemade? But I'd make you a calzone, and you'd eat it, and you'd feel miserable because it's like four pounds. And then they just Nut electrocute you, right? And then you electrocute you and you shit your pants or whatever happens. I don't or, know. or you could just slide me a, like a prison <laughs> shank or something in that calzone. And I could just go to work on them boys and get out. <laughs> Absolutely. Jeez. Uh, speaking of food, go off. Spe- speaking of food, uh, the brownies they got their second win, first win for Baker as a starter. Um. They're the OT Kings. Are they required? And I'll ask, I'll start with you, Cole. Are they required to play in overtime? <laughs> Starting to look like Good it. Lord. I mean, um, it's every week. It is. And it, it's, I, I'm happy Baker got his first. To be honest, obviously a big Texas guy. Do not like Oklahoma. Fuck the Okies. But. Good for him. After hard knocks, I am a Baker fan. So I'm glad he got his first one as a starter. But. The team is st- – their defense is not looking bad. I'll give them that. They're going to have to put up some points if they're going to keep winning, though. All these games are playing in close games. Mm-hmm. And if they keep – if they keep – their defense keeps them in games, they keep in, in close games and obviously keep winning, it is what it is. I mean, it's a win's a win. But I think they're going to have to start putting up some more points. Baker's going to start 
I think he's going to settle in. Um, I think he's going to he's going to start turning the ball over, and he has a little bit. I know the first game against the Raiders, he had four turnovers, a few fumbles, a few picks. I know he had a pick last game. I didn't see his final stat line, but I'm glad they're winning. I hopefully hopefully they're on a positive slope. They've been struggling for a while, mm-hmm. but good for him in his first win. It's just it's kind of weird that they they keep playing in overtime. I don't like overtime. I don't I don't understand it. Or uh, excuse me, tying is why I don't understand. It's so weird to see a team that's one, two, and one or something like that. So as long as they can get it figured out in overtime, they don't tie, it's fine. With tying in football is like tying in arm wrestling. It's it's just it's dumb. <laughs> um, now, Logan, I'll ask you, you. You a Baker guy? Yeah, I've always liked Baker, man. I mean, even with all the stuff like the planting the flag at midfield at Ohio State. That was hype. Doing all the it's over stuff against Georgia, even though they came back and lost. Um, telling people see, to I suck like, his nuts. I, right, like I love that kind of stuff. Like, running from the cops. If a guy says <laughs> – hold my dick i'm gonna be like i'm not gonna fuck with that it's like the same thing with marshawn lynch yeah he grabs dude. his dick what are you gonna do about it nothing um but no I, I you're gonna hold it right i'm gonna <laughs> say hold yes it. sir if marshawn lynch told me to hold his nuts one thousand percent no hesitation. would would you eat skittles off his balls yes okay but anyways back to, <laughs> anyways anyways back to the browns <laughs> um no nah, you know I'd eat a toenail off of his ball. After a game. Um, but anyways, back to the Browns. Um, no, I think I mean I think the Browns are I mean, they're clearly a lot better than they have been in the past. And this is how cocky I am. So I'm looking at our after we lost to the Steelers, I'm looking at our uh, schedule. I'm like, oh thank God we get to play the Browns. I'm like, the Browns have a better record yeah. than us. Yeah. You know, like who do I think oh, I am? It's, it's embarrassing. Dude, yeah. we're one and four, they're two, two and one. They have one. 50% more games than we have. Um, but, you know, yeah, I think the Browns have a bright future, especially like Cole said on defense. I mean, Miles Garrett's a absolute – He's an animal. He, he, the guy gets it. So, he manages the whole. Yeah. I think they have finally turned that corner, like what they haven't done since like Jim Brown in the 50s. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Keaton, um, do you, I, I guess you're feeling pretty confident. Let me hear it. Can you, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. My, I know uh, you're. Feel, I know you're feeling pretty confident about your Browns. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I right when I saw Baker under center, I was like, it's in the bag. And two already down. You know, four games in five games into the season, I think they're pulling it out, man. I think they we at least win six. Uh, I don't remember how much money we bet on that, but uh, um, I will say we bet a bone. And Logan, just to fill you in, uh, I'll get your take on this. Keaton and I at the beginning of the season. I bet him. And Burke, did, let's not forget that I took Keaton's side. Just to throwing that out there. All right, Cole. You'll get a gold star too. Thank um, you. Whenever the season before the season started, we were watching Hard Knocks and we made a bet. I said the over under at five. Keaton said over. I said under, hundred dollar bill on it. Am I dumb? Are they gonna are they gonna cover for me? Dumb. So you're saying you're think saying about under. it sixteen yes. see, uh, said, right. sixteen no, game they're, season. Nah, they're winning they're winning more than five games. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah. As long as Logan, Logan, all right, I'll take that. I'll I, take I would that. say, like, right. I would say, I'd say six and 10 is a, a sad. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, that's, see that's exactly what yeah. I said. Is, is, that a, is that a successful season? Well, it could be six and, oh, yeah, I mean, because they, they went 0 and 16 last year. So 1 and 15 is a successful season as okay. far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, still, I still feel good. I mean, they've played the Raiders, who are bad, and took a loss. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, I they, mean, they haven't played. They tied the Steelers. The Falcons just got waxed. Yeah, That's but the, true. the Steelers were – I mean, the Steelers That's were a limbo. Game. I know, but, I mean, all the media attention, I just – I don't know. I, I still feel pretty good. 
Um, I, if the Steelers and the Browns were to play this um, this week, the Steelers would smoke them. Yeah. I, I Smack them. I, I agree. Um, now, let me ask you, speaking of the Steelers having both an elite running back and elite receiver, um, which, if you had to start a team, you got to pick either – a top running back in the league or a top receiver. I'll start with you, Keaton. Which one? Which one are you taking, and and why? So, are you talking draft? Are we talking? Uh, We're just talking starting a team. Any receiver in the league versus any running back in the league. Who are you taking? Uh, I mean, I think you have to go running back just because the nature of the game. Uh, you have to be able to establish your running game to open up the pass game. And so, if you have good receivers but you can't run the football, you know, more than likely there's going to be. They're not going to have a lot of people in the box, and uh, you're going to have a double-covered receiver. So I think, you know, somebody like Saquon Barkley, you pick them up out of the draft and you build a franchise around them, I think is uh, is more sustainable than going out drafting a receiver without a running back. Now, even though their lifespan is a lot shorter, um, I mean, especially in today's NFL where receivers are more and more involved, you don't think maybe the passing opens up the running? Um, I mean, I think it's it, – goes both ways but if you if you want to control a game i mean everybody knows you got to have a good ground game uh that's how you that's how Mm -hmm. you control the clock and ultimately control the game okay uh i agree yeah so that's what i would go with logan um i'm gonna go receiver just because i think uh outside of people like adam Thielen and uh ab you just don't find a lot of like beasts outside of the second round but you can find serviceable running backs in the fourth the fifth round like i mean you look at the guys that we've got Devontae was fourth round uh tevin was third i believe third or fourth um and ito smith was a fourth round pick and i think he's done very well this year i think that it's a lot harder to come by to find yourself a julio jones than it is to find um I think you can win games with lesser running backs and better okay. receivers. Now, who who do you think should be paid more? Um, I'm gonna go receivers just because of the the of the, the to- and the total yardage. I mean, like if a guy goes off for you know fourteen, fifteen hundred yards, he's probably leading the league. But you know, a, a leading rusher could be nowadays is because they don't get the the carries that they used to. A, you know, the leading rusher in the league could have eleven hundred yards. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's, I, it's, it's, I like it's, that. That's a, that's that's a, a good, good question. Yeah. Cole? Yeah. I mean, I, I think Keaton had a, a, a really good point. I, I'm going to go with running backs. only reason I say that is because I think they're a little bit more valuable. If you look at, say, an Alvin Kamara, um, he's very, very versatile. He's – I think he's top ten in receiving yards and obviously rushing yards. And you look at – a receiver could possibly get maybe two rushes on some jet sweeps or something like that um, every game. I think a, a, a more versatile running back is more effective than a receiver one. And I think they should get paid more because of that in general. They get banged up more. They have more carries. They have they catch passes as well. They're more versatile. I think you, it's better off to pay. I, I don't. This is just an example. I don't agree with this, but I would say you know somebody like Alvin Kamara is more valuable than somebody like. Well, this is gonna. <laughs> I really don't have a good example. I was gonna say like a Julio Jones, say but DeAndre the only Hopkins. reason I say that is because, yeah, right, yeah, something like that because Alvin Kamara is gonna do both. I think that's more useful than just a receiver one yeah deandre hopkins is you know say a top five receiver in the league but dude kamara you gotta look at from multiple different aspects oh like you're gonna have to run your scheme yeah it's there's tons of different and i think with fantasy 
say if you have a third pick, are you going with the best receiver or the best running back? In my opinion, I'm thinking running. You got back. to because okay. not as they're not as abundant in the league. I think as receivers. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Logan made some good points and almost made me change my mind. Yeah. Right. Okay. You mean that? well? You made a good point, Cole. I will say they do catch the ball in the backfield. It's not the receivers are rushing the ball. So I, I, I like it. You might have changed my mind. I was with Logan at first, but. I don't know. I'm still up in the air. Wow. Okay. I see how it stay is. In, I'm just going to – I'm going to ride that fence and just stay either side. So, um, college football is our last topic of the day. Um, we will start with you, Cole, because I think it was the biggest win of the weekend. Texas defeats OU in the Triple R. Um, take, it, take it from here, Cole. Hook them, baby. Now, I'm going to start off with that. Now, I, I will say for some of the listeners, all six of y'all, I, I actually <laughs> live in Texas. I lived in Texas for 10 years. I've been a Texas fan since I was about eight. Um, I grew up with them, you know, being blue bloods of college football. They got the third most wins of all time. So I grew up with them, you know, being out of the national championship contention every year. The last six or seven years has been extremely rough. I'm not a fair, fair weather fan, meaning I, I don't just like them when they're good. I always – it has been a rough few years now. Saying they're back, I think it's safe to say they're back in national prominence. I can't say that they're going to be back in the national championship contention yet, but they give me a fucking heart attack every weekend. I will tell you that. I was watching down in my deer lease. I was hunting this weekend, and we've got cable because I'm white and rich. But Did you shoot a deer? <laughs> I did not, but I, that's a conversation for another day. They were beating the shit out of Oklahoma, 45 to 21 at one yeah, that they came back. They, they came back. We fucked around. We, we we pumped the brakes a little too much. Let him come back in the game. And Dicker the kicker smoked one. I bet he got his pole. Call. I bet he got his pole smoked call. that night as well. <laughs> but hook him, baby. I love it. Let's go, dude. I literally right, took a well, shit, man. I came back in. At Oklahoma tied it up forty five forty five. I was like, what the fuck? Just they happened? were not playing around. <laughs> but Cole, I know that's a huge win for you, so I want to give you your spotlight uh, quickly, Auburn. Let's just laugh out loud for that one. Shout out Luke Hauser. Trash <laughs> Davis Bales. cans, Luke. Trash as tank cans. Davis and Luke, y'all's team is Soft as pampers. <laughs> that game was hilarious. I was actually with an Auburn fan. Him oh, yelling at the, little, at the little tablet we had set up for was priceless. I, um, you know, anything? Yeah, like what? Like how, much, how long of a leash does Gus Malzahn have? Hey, I mean, apparently he's got a long enough one. Yeah. I mean, it seems like years he's really good. Yeah. And then years he is really good. I mean, bad. they smoke. Well, you got to think about, you got to think about, though, that that's yeah. a, but I feel like you got to think about the division that they're in. I mean, they're going right. to be in the top three every year and they're in the SEC, the biggest powerhouse in college football. And you really can't argue with that. It's, you got to, but I, I, I do agree. You think about a program like Auburn that, needs to be a national championship contention, and they really haven't been. They're in the top three in the SEC every year, top three, top four, or however you want to put it. But it's I, – I don't know. I mean, same with Gene Chizik. You know, it's – Yeah. It's gonna, he's going gonna to get fired soon and be a commentator probably. Yeah. I mean, and uh, so, Keaton, I will move on to Georgia now. Mm-hmm. Who are you more scared of playing, LSU or Florida? I mean, LSU took one – Lost one to Florida. Um, is Florida good? LSU overrated? I mean, which which team be more scared of playing? Uh, honestly, man, I I think that uh, I'm more scared of uh, the Florida Gators right now. Uh, good Ooh. quarterback play out of Felipe Franks. Uh, defense looks outstanding right now. That's going to be a very tough game down in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm not saying that LSU isn't going to be tough, but I think that Georgia can 
control the or control LSU's offense and and put up some points on their defense. So I think we make it alive out of Baton Rouge, rest up for a week, and uh, then look forward to Florida. So that's that's going to be it's always is a tough game. You know, usually whenever Georgia's coming into Jacksonville, top five, it's, it's historically it's be hype. Historically, Florida's always won. You know, went back when we had Matt Stafford, Noshaw Marino, I think we're number one in the nation going into that game, you know, national championship hopes. And uh, Florida sticks it to us. Like a 22-ranked Florida, uh, sure, sure enough, that's what they were. Who was coaching week, that team? taken down number five. Herb. Uh, you know, I, I know our guest is a pretty big Florida fan. What do you, what do you think about that matchup? What do you think about um, the game this past weekend? Oh, I, yes. I, see, I think, it, I think it's a combination of the two. I think Florida – Florida is better than the 22nd-ranked team in the country i I think i I, you know i think lsu is good i think they're a top 10 team but having them all the way in the top five is that's a bit of a stretch to me Mm -hmm. um but i think you know i think you got guys like like i'll be honest with you i said felipe franks was the worst quarterback in college football he was terrible last year yeah he was horrendous but i think dan mullen's the quarterback whisperer so i mean you could throw my fat ass out there and i think i might (laughs) be able to throw for 2500 yards and um, we were supposed to have a flag football game, Logan. You could have been our QB tonight. Oh, pass holes? Yeah. Does the, we'll, we'll the pass holes live pass on? Holes. The pass no holes way. live on. Yeah. If you ever need a center. Hey, but, oh. it's, but, it's, but the, touch, the touch on this, so the, the LSU thing. So this is this what really puts it in perspective for me, how strong the SEC is. In y'all's opinion, you look at the top ten. I don't know the exact rankings where they came out now, but say a team like Washington, mm-hmm. do you think – Washington, what Washington versus LSU? What do y'all think about that? LSU would uh, run them over. I don't right. know, man. I, I think Washington. That's what I'm puts saying. You think fight. about a top ten? Yeah, they will. But I, 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 in my opinion, I think that LSU would probably prevail. And Washington's what number six? Washington's yeah. so that's like a Mizzou just, in the pack. That just shows like, you how strong the SEC, though. Just, just for reference. I mean, right. that's why. And I, I, I did see a tweet that someone trashed the SEC something. Out of the last 12 national championship games, there's been at least – in 11 of those, there's been at least an SEC team. Well, I mean, you know That's what? The SEC gets a absurd. bad rap. You know, you got Auburn losing two games, and they're sticking around yeah. in the top 20. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I think dude, they're, they're just like – sometimes know, they hold it They hold good, it a little though. too close to their hearts, the, the coaches and the people who run the AP polls. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. And moving on to the last thing, I wanted to give an absolute majestic shout-out to all – all of our alma maters, that's tough to say. Georgia fucking Southern. Got it, baby. Let's, 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 get let's, let's go, boys. Let's go. Let's go. Four and one start. Get after thine ass. To South Alabama this weekend, 48-13. <laughs> covered every and spread. Covered the spread. Swag like Chad is in full effect. And I want to make an apology. I told the guys before we came on the podcast, I need to make an apology. And this is it. Coach Longsford, when we hired you, I thought it was the worst move since I, I don't even have one for you. So I, guess no, no. Nah, I mean, it'd be like whoever sold us the, um, the land out West back in the day for that, for like 15 cents an acre. It <laughs> was, French. it was worse. The French. Yeah. For, the so worst French, idea is right. four loco flats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I need to apologize. God. I thought you were going to be a bust of a coach, but You've brought the hype back. I mean, you've got the videos, the, the videos, the hype videos before the weekends. They are hype. Everybody's back involved. Well, it's Appreciate exciting. You. It's exciting to actually be able to, like, 
follow them. Last year, you know, it was like, oh, well, Southern's playing. Who, I don't even know who they're playing this weekend. Whatever. Who are we it's losing to this week? To be like, yeah. yeah, it's exciting to at least, you know, look them up and try and catch them on, the, on ESPN3, you know, on the HDMI court or whatever. But it's cool to at least be exciting and excited for for Georgia Southern to play because obviously we all went yeah. there. So it's it's I'm glad that it's back in a, a, a football atmosphere there. Logan, you gonna make it back for a game? Oh, absolutely. And the thing is, like like you're saying last year, like you know who are we losing to this week? I had zero interest to go into a game last year, but this year I'm going Gotta to the go Thursday to that night State game. Yeah, the Thursday night game um, on the 25th, and I yeah. cannot fucking wait. Thursday, oh, Thursday, yeah. If like, we can somehow so many Capri Suns, tall boy oh, Natty lights on I sixteen on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, it'll be electric if Georgia Southern can do that. Yeah, absolutely electric. Well, uh, that's it for bet talks. As we end every show, we give our shout outs. We'll we'll start with the guests, man. Look, on, uh, you got any shout outs? Um, I want to shout out my parents for having me. Um, <laughs> but also, yeah. really, man, I just want to thank you guys for having me on because. I love oh, live for this kind of shit. And also, I want to thank Cole for the um, the ruby grapefruit white claw that I crushed because I've no got problem, the, I've got the craziest head buzz going right now. You can you can thank uh, <laughs> one of Burke's girls for that. Oh, whoa, we will come out to the yikes! Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Sheesh! Uh, Keaton, shout out! Hey man, shout out to the pass holes. No, we didn't get to play tonight, but uh, looking forward to next week. Uh, we, we might should start a Twitter account for our football team. We got a lot of history, Ooh. but uh, yeah, shout out the pass holes. We're going to start the road to domination next week, Tuesday night. I hear you. Cole? Yeah, shout out to Logan for coming on with us. Uh, great guy, good friend, got some good knowledge, a few laughs in. Obviously, as always, y'all check us out on Twitter at Bet Talks. We got some cool things coming up and things in the works, so y'all make sure to check us out on that. And as always, be good or be good at it. And my shout-out is to a tweet I saw yesterday. It was absolutely hilarious. It said the Redskins, Braves, and Indians all took an L on Columbus Day. That's fucked up. <laughs> so uh, Colonialism. I thought that was rich. Whoever, whoever tweeted that, that was original. And uh, as we do every time, Pally! Pally!